So, this show sometimes contains strong language, and that's my disclaimer. That's right, it is Gunwash here, Jack, and we have cleaned up our, I mean, I've, well, I've cleaned up my habit. I for sure have. You have, very much. Uh, Look at my face. Yes, I was just telling him how impressed I was with your tight look. Well, welcome to Gunwash. You know, it's 9 p.m. We were gone for a few weeks, but we're back. And tonight we have some very special guests, Gary Suarez and Reagan Hoffman. And we will talk a lot about that and some other things coming up on Gunwash right now. Oh, yeah. I'm not the supreme expert on cleaning guns, but I do know a little bit, and I'm just going to share my little tips and ideas with you. Uh, a formality. I had the show shivers. Hey guys, how are you? Doing all right. You doing all right? Yeah. Good, because I was so nervous before this show, but Jack really, you know, he holds it together. Jeremy yeah. Suits, flipping his Hello, Armando. Hey, how are you? Hello. Uh, Gary and Regan, please say hello to the Gunwash listeners. They are live and in tune to you now. I thought he was going to say say hello to Armando. <laughs> well, say hello, hello Armando. Armando. Hello, Armando. That's also, Armando. Hello. I'm Aaron, by the way. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for coming. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. You know, uh, we were gone last week. I, I went to, I, you know, I overheard that you were in Guadalajara. Is that in Mexico? It is. I was in Mexico last week, and I had never gone there before. I went to Tulum, Mexico. Oh. And uh, I, I, you know, that was fine. <laughs> I don't know. I, do, what I do saw you, a picture of you, and you look really cold. I get the shivers always, man. I'm nervous about everything. Right now, I'm just, like, freaking out. I don't know what to do with myself. But I'm back. I love America. I really do. I have to say, I feel more comfortable now than I did then. Although I do like vacations. But listen, tonight, uh, Gary and Reagan, they're going to talk to us about music and other things. We have a nice uh, rollout of programming coming to you this evening. And right after Spliffing, we'll hear that and a bunch more. Mondo, anything? uh, Feel okay? Yeah, I'm just okay, looking you look at good. you. I, did, I have you, a staring uh, problem. Listen, me too. Me too. Me too, me too. Well, thank you again for tuning in to Gunwash. You know we're here every Thursday at 9 p.m. You can catch us on gunwash.com. The live call-in number is 718-497-2128. And again, we are here with Gary and Reagan. But and no prank calls, though. No, I mean prank if you'd like. I don't know. I'm, I'm not I'm into it's the, a new year. I know, think this is the first episode of Gunwash this year. No, second. Is it? Second. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're right, you're right. I was losing track as well. Um, but listen, much to come. Splivington pull up music, and we'll be back in just a few moments. Gunwash. See you then.
Gary can pull the reference yeah, seriously. here. seriously. What do you think, Gary? What do you think? I mean, we're talking about Slang Tech, right? Ooh. Ooh. Very good. Very good. We're talking about that Wayne Smith, right? Very, very, very wow. smart. Yeah. yeah I, I used to write a lot about... Uh, I had a brief period where I was very obsessed with dancehall reggae in the beginning yeah. of dancehall. So. We did, too. I mean, that's kind of, you know, in, in a way, that's how the gunwash thing started. We got really into digital dancehall. Of course, Jeremy's splitting has been collecting for a long time. Yeah. We got into it through there. But I always did like the slang tank thing. But what is the significance of that? I didn't, uh, sorry, spl- I didn't really understand why you sent me that. Somewhere related to David Bowie. By the way, rest in peace, David Bowie. Rest in peace. That happened while we were gone. What do you think about that, Gary? I mean, about David Bowie. Died? I mean, I, well, I the feel the slang tank thing, right? So yeah. the, tell no, it, Jeremy. No, the article came out before Bowie died. Yes. Uh-huh. And in that article, the Engadget article, which is about the Casio keyboard, where they got the they got the beat out of a preset of right. a keyboard, right? And they slowed it down. I see. And they added uh, extra percussion and stuff. And Bowie used it. No. No. Okay. Wow. How, <laughs> how backwards could you have gotten it? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, past no, the- they they interviewed the lady who created the preset for the Casio keyboard in the Engadget article, and she revealed that the what everyone had presumed to be the origin of the beat was not at all that. Everyone thought it was some random 50s rock song by a guy named Eddie Cochran that no one gave a shit about. And doesn't even have the beat. I don't even know how it became like associated with it. Anybody with an ear could tell that there's nothing to, have nothing to do with each other at all. The lady revealed that she, got, she made the beat based off of a rock song, an English rock song in the 70s. I see. So then mm. people started digging and you find the riff all over the place because it's clearly just an old blues riff or something. Sure. That's obviously what it is. But like she specifically mentioned it was a 70s rock record so if she's like a Japanese lady living in uh, you know living in Japan she's probably going to hear something more popular than totally obscure. So the people who are digging up Hawkwind and shit are idiots because <laughs> no way she would have heard that although maybe she could have but I really doubt it. Like, And if you listen to the beginning of Hang on to yourself. That it's all there. She just kind of inverted that last little part. 
What do you think, Gary? And she slowed it down. I mean, anything's possible. I mean, it just would be nice to see uh, appropriation work in reverse for a change. <laughs> I mean, how many white artists, how many white rock, male rock artists in the late 70s and early 80s just stole wholesale from Jamaican music? So well, yeah. It's, wouldn't well, it be I, my nice? My argument is that they, that I don't think Bowie ever came up with that riff. Mm. I don't think that, that riff is older than recorded so, music, probably. Like, for sure. You know I, mean, I mean, most it's, riffs it's, would it's got, be. So he was just channeling something he probably heard before, and it probably wasn't even him. It was a guitarist, um, and mm. so. But it's kind of funny that it, it went. It's probably the blues, and then it went to Bowie, and then it went to some Japanese lady, and then it went back to Jamaica, and then it made like, and then they made like a thousand versions of it. Right. <laughs> I do. I set off the whole computer rhythm thing. Before that, like having a computer rhythm was not a. It wasn't a thing. They thought it was cheap sounding, and then. When they were able to fucking actually make a good one, it was over for like people who had bands and stuff. There you Jamaica. go. And so is the slang tang rhythm. Well, Jeepers Creepers. Oh, funny one. you say that. Jeepers yeah, why? Creepers. No, we were just in New Orleans and uh, oh yeah, and we went to a, we went to a preservation hall and that was like the big number they played. Strangely, it's oh. like, really Jeepers Creepers. How'd you That's get those good? peepers? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, it's, and it's a good movie. <laughs> Great. Yeah, and then they, they had the we we dropped acid at the fucking Bowie second line. I still can't do it. Yeah. I can't get into the acid, man. I'm so afraid of that stuff. I'm afraid that I'm going to be too heavily affected by it. I, I was. I think it'll be in a positive way, though. Maybe. We'll try it one day. I agree with Armando. I was affected, though, by the passing of Bowie. I know like, it's pointless for me to talk about. I don't have any say in it. But what did you think? He's a music critic. He's a great creative. Am I right or am I wrong? I mean, he is. I mean, you can see. I've, you know, artists die all the time. Sure. And there's always a day of eulogizing that goes on. But with Bowie, it was just, it's, it was like a week of just nonstop, like, <laughs> think pieces, eulogies, remember this. And it wasn't just the awful content shit that happens where it's like, here's De- Bo- David Bowie's ten, some best, that, like, sure. 10 best butt shots. Like, it was 10 no. best lyrics about food. Yeah. That was my favorite one. That's oh my God. garbage stuff like that. So you think it was like more over the top eulogizing than most artists when they die? I can never tell the difference. You know what like, I, I get lost you know what in I the peeped shuffle. just today? You know what I just peeped today? I read a fascinating article about... Uh, how rock stars used to fuck groupies back in the 70s, right? And they'd all be like 13, 14, right? Do you know what I did today? I talked to my girlfriend about it, and I was like, what do you think of this? She was like, oh, that's rocking. Like, oh, man, any girl would want to do that. Like, right. Whatever. Like, and then I was like, do you feel the same way about R. Kelly? She was like, no, R. Kelly's scumbag. And I was like, I was like, there ain't no fucking difference between well, Jimmy Page isn't. and David Bowie and R. Kelly when it comes to shit like that. And that's the God's the honest truth. And everyone gives these motherfuckers a pass because they like their music. And if people don't like R. Kelly's music, they will shit on him. But Bowie gets a pass. Well, Jimmy I mean, gets the pass. peeing thing, Fuck I think, was a little bit crazy. Peeing, yeah. peeing whatever. What well, if, all right, fine. So Led Zeppelin stuff stuck a fish up some chick's pussy, dude. Absolutely. I, and that's I, the I, fucking fact. No, fucking I agree. Frank Zappa made a song about it. But there's no video of it. So what? They didn't that's, have the technology at the time. That's what turns people off. That's you know they would have made a video off. if they had it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they would have made a video of the fish. They would have made, made a gift. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll, listen. We're Nobody's all right. Gone. I mean, it's like they said in, in New Orleans. They didn't, they didn't do a second line. They don't do second lines for just every old musician. They were like, the locals were like, I think they did a Michael Jackson one, maybe. Well, like, I don't like... Bowie one was the, the only other... Yeah, but yeah, why shut so, the city down? But why so much on the Bowie thing? I get, I get it. I mean, it, it, he was like a really like a, like big creative music guy. But why so much as opposed to other people when they die? I mean, he's a he's a connector. 
That, sure. Like, you know, wherever your touch points with him are, like, over the course of your life, particularly when you're when you're young, like, whether it was you heard him, you heard his, like, you know, Ziggy Stardust stuff, or you heard Modern Love and Fame, like, it doesn't matter. Like, there's some connection that people have to him, and there's very few artists where you can actually say that about, that there's this, this intergenerational, multi-generational connection that happens. And he also just made weird music in such a way that I think put a seed in a lot of people's brains in terms of their music taste. So I think his influence was shown by the reaction to it. I mean, I don't think it was the same as when James Brown died and it was just they put the funeral on CNN. Yeah. Like that was the last time I think I, we really, in my view, we've seen something, such a reaction. But again, Bowie didn't represent what James Brown represented. So, so. what? So, but, okay, oh, so. I was just going to say Okay, that. yeah, I was going to say, because like, Michael Jackson's like way more, I, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm wrong. I guess I feel like well, Michael you know, Jackson in like America. Michael Jackson got well produced and people don't. You know, Quincy Jones really. <laughs> did Bowie? I mean, he did his thing, but. You know. Did Bowie have any weird, like, um, contra- controversial stuff, or was he kind of, like, all good? That's the thing. He was amazing. He had. He was amazing. He was. He had, he he had was, a clean slate. He yeah, was married absolutely. to Iman for, like, 30 years. Yeah, I was saying, totally not divorced. Like, regular, yeah. totally, like, normal fucking guy. Paint, he's like, I paint on my spare time. That's yeah, with an art directed yeah. death, I mean. Yeah. Insane. Exactly. Insane. And then I think on the internet, people post stuff, like, pictures of him with the lightning bolt on his face, and they don't really know who he is, you know? And I worry about that. It's like people wear Wu-Tang shirts and they don't know what they are. <laughs> Something like that. Um, oh, boy. But no, you made a good point because I, I did feel a funny way about all the emails I was getting. Like, check out these top 10 David Bowie videos. And like, hey, my media outlet covered David Bowie. You know, I mean, it got weird. No. no. I, it's all necrophilia, really. Mm-hmm. Well, I, be, Even it, the best intention stuff is still fucking the dead. Yeah. Do you find, by the way, everyone, Gary, um, who is joining us on our show, is uh, a music critic. Um, and uh, he, I, I don't mean to put you in a spotlight so that like what you say about music comes off as criticizing. But then again, you know everyone's a critic. Like he has a gavel in his hand. He's uh, also like like one of, if not my favorite dudes on Twitter. Got, he's a bi- he, uh, we were talking on the break. By the way, uh, Gary here he he's a freelance writer. He writes for Noisy, Forbes, Complex, Billboard, Thump, other things. Um, and we also have you guys are married, right? We yes. are. Oh, incredible! Well, that's awesome. You are. That's you look. Dope. You look wonderful together. Thank you. Uh, everyone's and, favorite power couple. <laughs> oh, you are. Yeah, Jack mentioned you're a power couple. That's like a. Th- so you 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 consider yourselves a power couple? Are you powerful together? I mean, she's pretty powerful. Because well, because you're a writer as well, and you write about food, and you're probably powerful in that uh, in that respect. What, sure. what, um, why food for you? In fact, you've been on HRN before. I have, yeah. I've been on, uh, I've been on uh, daytime programming, which is a little bit different. Uh, talking about drinks for the most part, a little bit about food. Um, I fell into food writing accidentally. I'm just a person who likes to go out and eat, and you live in New York City. You kind of can't not. Um, and I got asked to write about it, and it turned out I liked it. So. Did you, when, you, when you went to uh, Guadalajara, did you eat? Oh, hell yeah. Listen, I was so scared of this water. But I went to uh, Tulum's a resort town, fine. But I was really like I, did, I wouldn't drink the ice and stuff yeah, because yeah. I get really really paranoid about it. Yeah. And I did fine, but I, I'm I mean I'm rather certain in Tulum they like send ice in from like you know America or or whatever. But 
when you went there, you ate and everything was fine. Yeah. It's I, not a big deal? No. I mean, I don't know. I have a I have a stomach of iron, I think. I've grown up eating street food. I've grown up eating things that are come out of kitchens you probably wouldn't want to walk into. Fair enough. Yeah, I think uh, I've developed something too. Yeah. Aaron, yeah. You, Aaron, you grew up eating nothing, so. No, no. I, I think I've I I think I've got a little bit of an iron stomach. An I iron definitely don't. Myself. I definitely don't. Yeah, you get you get affected. Gary, do you get into the whole foodie thing, too? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that we connected on pretty early on, but I mean, mm. we kind of play off of each other pretty well. I mean, we did our honeymoon in Vietnam and Cambodia and I mean we ate street food pretty See, much every day I think wow. we ate like three meals indoors for yeah. two weeks so now my girlfriend went to Cambodia uh, actually I don't she, she went to Vietnam and a bunch of places over there and she said I ate the whole thing I ate off the street off the restaurant off everywhere hotels not hotels people gave me food I ate it I'm fine everything's fine but she's extremely strong Yeah, I feel if I go out there I really would maybe I just would make myself get sick but I don't or, know in Mexico I did our or you just train yourself to get strong that's yeah, it. You gotta I'm, expose yourself to that shit. So like, let's say the first risk two, getting sick. Let's say the first two times. Let's say the first two times you'll probably get sick, but then the third time you won't. No, I, I feel. I feel <laughs> as though, and I've been sick from eating like once or twice. But I feel like if I went away and got sick, I would never eat again. I feel as though that would really, really scare me. I got to eat fried alligator in New Orleans. Oh, yeah, that you, was tight. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. I just ate regular kind of like where I went. It was kind of like New York. You know, Jack. You know, like Hartwood. You know Hartwood. What Hartwood? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's Reagan saying yes. There's out in Tulum. It's all it's all Brooklyn. People opened up restaurants there. It's not like Mexican at all. It's, it's a little weird. But listen, we have strong stomachs because we're from New York. You're born and raised in New York. Are you from born and raised in New York? No, no, I'm Canadian. You're Canadian. Awesome. Where cool. in Canada? Are you uh, Vancouver. Okay, I just this is amazing because I was just hearing about how beautiful Vancouver is. Let's all go right now. <laughs> um, okay, well that's great. Listen. Um, so lots in store tonight. I think tonight I want to play. We're gonna like play a little bit of a game. Talk about some music. Talk about some other stuff. Yeah, you wanted to do a band thing, right? Um, yeah, I. Yeah, well, we, we got a couple things on the list. Yeah, here. It's, a, it's a big. We got an open format. Everything's fine. I just want to hear from you. But you know, uh, on the break, Armando Gary was telling me how important it is for the tweeting thing. And it I know is. you're good at it, but I, maybe you could learn a lot from him. I'm like trying that. to learn a lot. He says, like, you know, you tweet and you immediately get so picked read, up by here, people. So read here. Do this, Armando. Read Gary a tweet that you think is good, and we'll get a real of his or mine. No, of yours. Of my on the yeah, gun watch. Yeah. You're gonna get feedback gonna get from feedback. like a guy right, sure. who does it for a living here. All right, sure. I'll, I'll do this one. Let me. I'm, I'm at the gun wash. Twitter right now, and it was like, and I, I tweeted to Gary, and I was like, "Don't worry, we have all of the effects, and our audience do not have virgin ears." Gunwash.com, nine p.m. All right. Well, did you put a period in front of that when you used my name? Uh, no. Okay. Ah. Okay. So nobody saw that if they don't follow you and me. Why? Really? Why? 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 Because oh. the way it works, if you do the at symbol as the first character on a tweet, this is fucking nerdy. Then the only people who will see that will be people who are mutual followers of yours. Let me tell you something. That is not nerdy. We need that. We need that. Remember the period wow, thing. From wow. You didn't know about no, the period, no, no, okay. Mind blown. No, look, not everyone knows about that. Not everyone knows about that. Gary's like an expert guy. He knows all that shit. I tweet a lot. So, yeah, man. So what if on. I wrote, hey, Gary, and then a comma? Yeah, then you're fine. Oh, okay. Then, you, then anybody who follows you will see it. Knowledge is power. Because you like, you're losing your own followers when you don't use the period. Wow, when being <laughs> punctual actually works. Yes. Well, so I found Gary because I was at uh, I was at the Autecker show right. at the Masonic Temple with Odetta and uh, Rectech, the God, and uh, I'm like, who the fuck is tweeting about Autecker right now? Nobody. Let me. I'll search Twitter for Autecker. There he was. And I see Gary, and he's like, uh, he what says, did he say? What did he, he say? He said something like, he's like, uh, this room is full of people that had college radio shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Raised my hand. I'm like, yep, guilty. He's the one. There, he was right yep. there. Well, uh, Gary Suarez is here tonight with Reagan Hoffman. You guys 
don't share. You do share the same last name or not? I'm very curious. I, you you two are mystifying me in a way. <laughs> um, no, I didn't change my name. Fuck that. Okay, I nice. I support that completely. I didn't ask her to change her name either. I wouldn't if I was married. I wouldn't ask my wife to change her name either. So I agree with you all. Bada uh, bing. And uh, on that note, let's go to some music. Gary Suarez is in the house tonight. We are learning a bunch about music and tweeting and uh, a little bit about David Bowie. Uh, Spliffington, <laughs> pull up music. You know, we are live on Gunwash here, and we will be back in just a few minutes. 718-497-2128. Gunwash.com. Thank you. Pleasure, Jack. You guys Yo, no, could I say I'll be some more? No, now I got nowhere with Obi. I got over all Obi. I'm a boyfriend, yes, sir. And don't come from my phone, you don't fuck with that. Town of Obi and I'm going to want to intimidate nobody with Obi. We are gunmen. We kill all Obi, man. We bust shot now in a blood clad face and kill you. Suck on the moment, don't come from my phone, you don't know Obi at all. Like when you think that you can intimidate people with no obia. No man afraid of no obia, man. Anybody afraid of no obia, sorry, you have no credit left. When you not talk about obia, don't come to me. I sent me where we come from where we put and pull. Anything you not put, we pull it. Pussy, you can't come to me in no obia talk. Stop calling me name and I'm like a curious argument. You can't get to where you not go with lyrics, but you not come with no like a confusion and disruption and all kind of fuckery. Let me tell you something to you. Stop calling up my name, come here, no, 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 size. Anytime a case done, if you don't come to the guy, call me name, I'm going to chop it down the face. So on the child don't call my name, you know. Come in and I kill this life for doing you know you. Me boy, me do my kill this life already, you know. Me spend my fair share of doing carelessness. And me done with it. So me don't want no man with any little dirty thinking carelessness life for now. I'm gonna wear because I call people name for it somewhere in life. And I sub music go. Mix up and talk about Obi and talk about this and talk. Don't put you nowhere. Because I walk up here how long I don't care about Look how long I don't walk up here. I don't care about And the man over there a long time. We are on the place here where we still have money and we still live life and we don't have to deal with Uno. I don't have to fight for us and I call up my name. You don't see what we have to worry about Uno. We don't have to worry about Weefa. Uno I walk up here and care about Where we have to put Uno? We have to money. Cause we just live normal and have mass of the place same way. Which part we ever see you up on a stage where you're going to talk about your own things? Run your bum buck like that. Where the blood clad you run. You're not even around your man pussy and blood clad you run. If you think you can ramp with me and call up my name on the internet, you know who you know. And nobody mix up with me. Don't bum buck like mix up with me, you. Come here on the side. Don't call up me. Look like a dealer on me, it would kill her. Thumb through this shit, it ain't enemy, nigga. I thumb through a hundred blue grains even quicker. I 
got the recipe. I know the specialty. Shave off an extra three. I got an extra key. Chopper is next to me. No thing of testing me. It'll be recipe. Fuck all the jealousy. Loaded, loaded, fully pro charger pulling. Wanna show, book it. Wanna hold it, cook it. Ran off on your man, boy. You know we took it. He was looking crooked. But that nigga pussy. Hundred grand, nigga stack it. Bitch, you copy, bitch, daddy. Bankroll got it on him. Nigga, full time trap. I'm a real chopper, I do what I wanna. I'm a real chopper, I do what I wanna. I'm a real chopper, I do what I wanna. I'm a real chopper, I do what I wanna. Been on the table, he bought in the corner. Jet bought the beam, I popped in on the corner. All this money got it from the corner. I'm a real chopper, I do what I wanna. I'm a real chopper, I do what I wanna. I'm a real chopper, I do what I wanna. I'm a real chopper, I do what I wanna. I'm a real chopper, I do what I wanna. Been on the table, he bought in the corner. Jet bought the beam, I popped in on the corner. All this money got it from the What's good? This is Marco and T, Mr. A. Okay, and I'm chilling on gunwashradio.internet. You know I'm a get it, you know I'm a spin it, you know I read up and I don't have a limit. If you want them now, nigga, meet me at Winners. If you want them now, nigga, meet me at Winners. How, how many you want? How many you want? How many you buy? How many you buy? Bitch, I'm water whipping. Bitch, I'm water whipping. And the bitch is drying. And the bitch is drying. All these bitches mine. All these bitches mine. They can be yours. They can be yours. If you can't afford it. Put them in your Honda Accord. I want the Bentley, my bitch want the Mazda, my bitch want the Rider, my bitch want the Audi. I took a trip out the Maui. Smoking this shit, got a cloudy. In the club, fucking no thousands. Hit the gas once and I'm outy. Bitch, I'm a driver, you niggas some rappers, you pussy don't know nothing about it. I'm a real chopper, I do what I wanna. I'm a real chopper, I do what I wanna. I'm a real chopper, I do what I wanna. I'm a real chopper, I do what I wanna. Been on the table, he bought in the corner. Jet bought the beam, I popped in on the corner. All this money got it from the corner. I'm a real chopper, I do what I wanna. I'm a real chopper, I do what I wanna. I'm a real chopper, I do what I wanna. I'm a real chopper, I do what I wanna. I'm a real chopper, I do what I wanna. She bought that that shit, but I think that I'm a pack. Shorty wanna fuck me, but I know I got some top. Shorty wanna fuck me, but I just got some top. I can't fuck with I never stop. Pull up in that juice spot, Uber fucking everywhere. I can't fuck with I never stop. Pull up in that juice spot, Uber fucking everywhere. Hey, yeah, Uber everywhere. Pre rolls in my cup. Yeah, I Uber everywhere. Pre rolls in my cup. Hi, I'm Joe. Go damn! Rock on! Ignite my song. 
and bring my posse along to the party, cause danger zone. From the heart is in effect, so I say, buddy, study. Think and learn, dig the move we made. Stunning dudes that just can't behave. There's a plan, there's a hand. It flew from the crew and too tough. All up in you with the formula coming from me, cause no one told ya of a logo of Syria saying, This ain't no joke, Jimmy. I ain't playing. I'm hardcore, straight or raw. I'm the overlord, I saw clocking. But no, as if you didn't know, fighting on the scene when it's time to go. Asking for a number from any member of the tough crew band. Remember, jacking on my tip, over tipping my shoulder. I'll be a soldier, King Roller, smashing those who stand in my path. Counting them down like math, planning, mapping, wrapping them down for my part of town. Girl. Another verse of rap, another team, a bar, a star Though the pack is killing, killing, villain, willing So shot, go out there and rock To the point of no return Or to the point of madness and burn Starters, I call suckers, or a new jack In case they never knew that they could Bow, check out the scenery Jam, and burn Hey, thanks everyone, Splivington Fucking Jack had to, uh... <laughs> I walked out and Make I like wonders. Yeah. I wa- guys, I walk. I walked out during the break. I like still didn't really understand like the end gadget article. Still trying to catch up on things. You didn't understand what? No, I was saying how like I came out and I was like, what? Is, what happened with the David Bowie thing? Like, what oh was yeah, I'm slow. My friend Wade, that's in this band called Wade and Friends. He thought that was the guest on tonight's show. Who's uh, the person that, that wrote made thing? the thing on the Casio piano? You know, Spliffington's so obscure that. I never quite get it right. And, you know, he he finds me to be uh, below normal intelligence. What can I say? So before we get into the game... I'm joking. Um, I'm joking oh, around. He's no, he's just doing yeah. the thing. Before we get into the game, we wanted to talk a little bit about the, the rap artists to watch in 2016 because yeah. your list came out. I was um, I was really surprised you said Mayhem Lauren. I used to... Uh, we all used to collect a lot of polo. I, st- I mean, I still... We still do sometimes. I... Mostly don't, but okay. did, and um, I would like to know just. W- I, I I find his music to be pretty good, but why do, would you say he's an artist to watch? I mean, there's there's two things. One thing is that I'm I'm from Queens, and so I'm always going to be biased right. in favor of rappers from Queens. Great. So that's just a given. The other side is there's a mixtape of his that hasn't come out yet that oh. I have heard. Uh, I have I got a stream of it because that's just what happens when you're a music. Right, people send you things. You want they want to know your scoop. And like it's a it's a huge step up from his other stuff, in my view. And he's just linked up with uh, I think this is through Fool's Gold. So he's doing like really interesting stuff with them. I mean, they're a fantastic label, and they don't get nearly enough credit for the rap stuff they're doing. They sign really interesting artists. Fool's Gold is a is a very is a real great label. Talented people. Caller on line six. Oh, okay, great. Hey, caller, what's your name, and where are you calling from? Hey guys, it's Orlando Ortiz. Hey, Orlando Ortiz. Calling from West Palm Beach, Florida. Oh, I love West Palm Beach. What would you like to say to our listeners and our guests, Gary and Reagan? Well, Gary, hello. Nice to finally get to get some one-on-one with you. And everyone else there, hello, and thank you for your time this evening. Well, thank you. Absolutely. I was actually going to comment on on Gary's article about the emerging rap artists for this upcoming year. 
Very timely. Nice. You're not going to use this just to plug the the rap act that you always tweet at me, right? Wow. You actually remember, yes, the Black Cross creating music, not noise. Yeah. I, I, I had a prediction that when you guys gave me a phone number to send out to my followers, that this precise phone call would happen. Are you happy or sad? Uh, me? I'm actually... No, not you. Gary. <laughs> I, knew, I knew the second that you put the phone number that I was going to call. So we were both thinking on the same level. Yeah, buddy, how so. did you time that call, though? We just yeah. fucking brought that up. Might that be was, listening. Yeah, oh, I guess. Well, the reason why I just wanted to call was because I sincerely think that, Gary, you've really missed one down here in South Florida. Well, I've missed a lot. America's a big place. It and, is. And I'm just one man. You are, but you're a different speaker. So what, this guy, this guy's a rapper. Well, actually, I don't no, really know. No, but no, he's, no, I'm not the rapper. He's, he's but he's plugging. He's been plugging a, a specific rapper. He mentioned a rapper. Should before. we play him? What yeah, is it? What is Black, it? Who's Black this Cross. rapper? Black Cross. Black Cross. Black Cross. I like yes. the name. Why? Hey, yes, hey listen, uh, Orlando. Yes. What's your deal with Black Cross? Why do you care? Are you the manager? Yeah. Well, I I care. Because I don't, I actually don't listen to rap music at all. I actually listen to country music. Me too. And what happened is, I'd say maybe ten years ago. Yeah, about ten years ago, I stopped uploading my MP3 player. Okay, this is boring. Because everything is is awful. Listen, buddy, I can't. And, I can't find this guy in the and internet. And what happened is, I started listening to my friends actually making music. Are you related to Jerry and Jones by any chance? I'm sorry? <laughs> Nothing. Never mind. Hey, thanks for the call. Hey, thanks, my brother. We love you. We love you. We love you. Thank you, Orlando. So, uh... I, I, we got I another caller. Okay. Hey, caller. Hey, what's up? It's Kenny. Hey. Oh, oh thank Kenny. God. Hey, Listen, Kenny. Thank you, you are saving hey. us, my brother. Yeah, so I was just hanging out, and I saw Demi Movado, and I saw Hillary Clinton. You say Movado and Hillary Clinton? No, yeah, Demi Movado. She opened. She was the opener for Hillary. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy. Good, 15 minutes of that. Played like five songs. Hey, you get those posters? He's oh, yeah, you get that. You get a free free poster. You get that. Okay. Hey. Cool. I gotta I gotta call you back, man. Yeah, call, call us back. I gotta. Uh, uh, the, wow. He's gotta do me a favor. I do love Kenny, uh, but he's gotta do he's me a favor, and he's gotta come back with a, with a better signal next time. What he said was that Demi Lovato opened, played a great opening set for Hillary Clinton. Oh. Lunatic. He said it was a good set. Okay. I really thought he said Movado too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, that would be amazing. Imagine Movado opening for Hillary Clinton. That's a great ticket. That would be great. She'd win the election, right? Clinton Movado. Um. Uh. Okay. So will. So uh, not to do. Uh, I'll do justice to Orlando. I'll. We'll try to find Black Cross. I, I looked like him there. up. I couldn't find it, but we're moving on. Okay. Fair I think, enough. I think it's time for the game. I think it is. So we didn't tell you guys about this. We hope you're okay with it. You'll be fine with it. But uh. We're going to play the newlywed game. <laughs> How long ago did you guys get married? A year and three months. Oh, that's new. So it's within Pretty the parameters. It's, so- yeah. I was, I was watching the old newlywed game the other day because I love this shit. And they had people on there who were married for two years. That's not newlyweds anymore. That's bullshit. I guess not. But, but you know, I, you are, know what I think so. about this? I actually do think this is a hard game. Um, this is the same set of questions they ask you if you're having a sham marriage in immigration. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, pretty much. I just want it to be known that I got his toothbrush. I got my U.S. citizenship before we got married. I, I am an oh, yeah, immigrant. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Um, all right, this is a cool one though. So, 
Jack. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to ask questions. They'll write them down, and then but we're going to go question to question. We're not going to save the one answers at a time. Then, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And then we'll we'll tally it up. Gotcha. And then uh, we'll vote on the strength of the marriage. I guess it's going to be a nightmare. You think? Is you think? Do you you don't feel like you you feel like you might not know Look, the answer? She has an advantage over me because she actually watches all these old shows. Like you watch Pyramid. You watch Newlywed no, Game. No, but I think no. I think if no, you, it's all about how we connect with each other. No, this baby. is this is good subject matter. I think this is. I think these ones are good ones for you. Okay, so we're gonna start. Uh, as as long as that's cool with you guys, I'm gonna start the game. Yeah, yeah. let's do okay, it. Okay, great. Uh, the Newlywed Game for Gary Suarez and Reagan Hoffman here on Gunwash. The yeah. first question is, what was your first screen name? First AOL screen name. So. You have to write down mine, then I have to write down Correct. Yeah. Correct, correct, correct. All right, all right. And uh, when you are done with that, let me know. Let me see if we get it right. Uh, remember those days? I certainly do. That's how I first found romance, Armando. And then my mom would be like, hey, are you going on the internet? Right, right. I'm trying to talk on the phone, turn off the internet, da-da-da-da. All right, let me know, contestants, when you're ready. I'm not. If you pick up the phone when that's <laughs> happening, right? You can probably hear your like phone like something your weird voice. back then. Yeah. Imagine if we still could only use the phone and the internet all at once. Okay, they are ready. Reagan. Oh, they are. What is was Gary's first screen name? So this is this is a little bit of a cheat because it's probably I know it's almost certainly not his first num- first one, but it is one that's been around for a while. Uh oh. So um, what you here's the. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, correct. Yeah. Is, is it correct? Yeah. Oh, so shit. she wrote DJ Gynecologist. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Very, yeah. very good, Reagan. Yeah. And, wow, uh, very nice. Very good. Very, very good. Thank you. Um, smart lady. Thank and you. Gary, uh, for your wife? I wrote uh, Chloe Savini Fan 1980. Fuck you. <laughs> Obviously incorrect, but very, very topical and funny. Great. Um, okay, question two. <laughs> uh, should I do the second one? Yes, absolutely, Armando. Take it away. Uh, and the second one is Best Rapper Alive. The best rapper alive. Contestants, Oof. what do you believe your partner believes is the best rapper alive? Could it be... Not this one. How you play Biggie. A dream. No, he's dead. This one is dead. Right. This is the best rapper a dead. <laughs> yeah. A dead. Oh, you, you guys are... Oh, she's thinking. I'm thinking. Uh... See, because I only... I like a small number that are still alive. I might give you a hint that I think I'm hinting No, for. you can't do that. You I know what, I think... No, no, she already got one on me. Don't hint. make it easier. You know what, I think, Reagan, if I could push Black Cross on you, I think you'd have another one that you like. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let me know. I'm ready. I don't know what's taking you so long. It's okay. Take this your time. is only live radio here. You know what? The, the the thing is, you don't have to fill that space. It's just a myth. You can hang out as long as you want. I, t- I, made it. I made a guess. I already got one right, so okay. I'm feeling all right. Uh, Reagan, would you like to go first? Uh, no, I went first last time. Okay, Gary, what is your <laughs> wife's favorite rapper that is alive? Uh, that is Busta Rhymes. Oh, hell yes. Ooh. Wow, very, very good. Very, nice. very good. Nice. She has yeah. good, you have good taste. Thank yeah. you. Um, and uh, Reagan? I said future. Because you were big on that? No. no. I, know. Uh, I know. Future I know. is good, though. I know. <laughs> Wait, what is the answer? What is it? Uh, if you asked me right now, yeah. I would have said Kanye West. All right. Really? Yeah. Fair enough. Great All answer. Right. Not, right. not three stacks? Right. I'm rooting for him right now. All right. But 3,000 doesn't really count. He's kind of dead. He doesn't really make music. I know. If you've heard the Idlewild soundtrack, you know that's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I wonder if I have one. Oh, that hurt. I wonder if uh, I Oh, you saw it? You saw uh, the movie? I saw it in theaters, man. Yeah, you paid to see it in theaters? Oh, well, then, you know, I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah. Thanks. Um, 
Okay, next. Uh, Guys and gals. Are we counting points here? We're going to... Yeah. Okay. yeah. Odetta's so, got a score. Great. Yeah, I'm yes. winning. We're tied. It's a tie. All right. <laughs> totally winning. Okay. Let's maybe skip number three. Okay. Uh, or we could it? get... Maybe, I don't know. We can try it. I'll you do wanna... number... I'm going to skip it. Okay, skip it. Favorite junk food. Okay, that's right. Contestants, what do you think your partner's favorite junk food is? It seems like they both made a guess. Uh, and uh, I can tell you right now, they seem pretty sure of it. You ready? That was quick. Okay, great. Uh, Reagan, what is your husband's favorite junk food? Doritos. Uh, yeah. Wow. And you know what? My girlfriend and I were just talking about how... Wait, what flavor, though? Blue bag. As no, I think foreign as it gets. Yeah, that's also the right. The weird shit. Oh, you like the purple, oh, nice. like the purple bag? Nice. Yeah, like I used to like import the wasabi ones. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. I brought, I brought back a bag from Mexico that just said the best flavor. Didn't say what kind that was, but it was the best flavor. It sounds good to me. It's pretty good. Do you yeah. like Takis? I do, but not nearly as much. Takis are good. Talk to Spliff about Takis when he gets back in. All right, next. I was going to say, by the way, the Mexican Doritos are awesome. Um, Wait a minute, we got to get the other answer. Oh, right. So I said uh, Pfeffernoose. It's not junk food. What what is that? I've never heard of that before. But I do love it. What is a Pfeffernoose? It's a German Christmas cookie. Oh. I mean, cookies are junk food, right? Cookies are junk food. Yeah. But I, should, that's, I should get partial credit for that yeah, one. Yeah, partial but that's credit. You got if it. If I could buy that shit in a 7-Eleven, it would be a different story. So, what is, so what's your favorite junk food? Salt and vinegar chips. Oh, That's right a good one. She's That's right. a really good one. Okay, uh, the next question in our newlywed game. Uh, Contestants. Favorite fancy food? What is your favorite fancy food? I watched them write. These two, the, the Armando, these two, they seem to know a lot about each other. That's good. I can see it in their eyes. Armando, what's my favorite rapper that's alive? Uh, Didn't I tell you one that was... I think you said Cameron. Yeah, I think so. It's not very fun, but I mean, I think... I think Cameron's very fun. Okay. Cameron's real fun. Yeah. He's, he has a good stature about him. I right? think he's one of my favorite rappers alive right He's classic. Okay, contestants. Let's start with Gary. Gary, what is your wife's favorite fancy food? Uh, Ortolan. <laughs> I'll take that as a... Oh, yeah, sure. That, that's top points. Yeah. You might have to explain what that is. Yeah, what is that? I don't know. you got to educate me. You're the food one here. Ortolan is um, a French delicacy. It's a tiny bird that you eat all at once. Bones. Oh, in, I know about that. And everything. Oh, this sounds great. That's and weird. It's a, allegedly, it's so delicious and so sinfully orgasmic, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to put a napkin over your head so that God can't see your shame while you eat it. Ooh. Oh, that sounds bad. So and decadent. That's your favorite. Sure. Yeah. They don't tell that. Wow. We'll Definitely. <laughs> Is that like that Bonus one? In the, is that like that one in the Philippines where you eat the duck like straight? Oh, out of I the ate egg? that the other week. Ooh, it was good. The wow. balut. Aha, aha. Yeah. It's delicious. For me, I can't do that, but more power to you. And for you, Gary, what is your wife's? Or excuse me, for you, Reagan, what is your husband's favorite fancy food? It's a, it's a much more mundane kind of. Uh, oh, how dare you say that? Foie gras. Uh, I mean, she's right. I mean, that's not that mundane. That's not that mundane. Congratulations, couple. You both got that right. I think that was the first one. All right. You both got it right. Give yourselves a high five there. So I'm winning, right? Uh, I don't know, actually. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, I see. Maybe I'm winning. He's maybe winning. Maybe winning. You're both winners. We'll talk later. Listen. Well, if you are winning, Around it's us good to winners. know because then your wife is rolling with the winner. Yeah. Exactly. And vice wow. versa, man. 
Okay, and uh, Armando, moving right along, what is our next? I think question? we're gonna skip the favorite that one. Are you sure then... you don't want to do that? I want right. to do that one. All right, what's your what's your favorite band? The favorite band. What is your favorite band? Those are music groups that aren't rappers. It's Lloyd Banks, right? Yeah, I got the money. Don't get me started. I'll read a poem about Lloyd Banks. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's called Cake. What do, you think, what, what, <laughs> what do you think Lloyd Banks is doing right now? I always think about stuff like that, man. I don't know, man. He's probably hanging out, you know, playing video games. So. Okay, uh, our uh, winning couple. Reagan, what's your husband's favorite band? Uh, I went Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Uh, that is correct. Great band. Great band. I saw them at MSG. You guys are doing great. Yeah, you got you guys. You're cooperating. You're getting right along with it. Think, you're making you think good it's answers. gonna last? You think we're okay? I think you guys are great. I give it a year. <laughs> uh, and uh, for you, Gary, would you like to tell us what you believe your wife's favorite band is? Uh, yes, I wrote uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. <laughs> that is also correct. And you both share a favorite band together. How cute! Wow, we're How fucking cute. adorable. <laughs> we're just precious. You are a power couple. We're a precious couple. Powerful. Wow. Very, very powerful. That was really cute. And Armando, moving right along. All right. And the oh, last this is a tough one. Yeah, this is a real, a weird one. I don't know. I wouldn't even know how to start to answer this if it was asked to me. Okay. Uh, what is the worst article written by your spouse? <laughs> so you guys read each other's material, apparently. I can we, tell by your expression. We do. Yeah. Oh. All right. That's correct. Thank you, Armando. The question is, what is your husband or wife's... Or rather, worst article by your significant other, or husband and wife. I'm having trouble getting this one out. Sorry. There's a lot of pronouns in there. Yeah, I'm getting there. This is I'm the not best, a game I show think host. This is the best um, uh, question. Yeah. Do you guys like vamp or something? Yeah. No, no. We're just looking at you. You are mine. You are what you are. Ah, Armando, sing along. How could you not get into this one? These are the type of songs when I'm at a karaoke bar, and I'll just be like humming, and I'm like, yeah. You know, I think it's keep singing so we don't get sued. You know. Oh right, because it's a new version. If I sing it, that's right. You know, originally in, in the original, I'm a suit of In the original uh, outline, we were gonna sing to you guys and see if you would like be a critic to our. Oh, like you guys were gonna American Idol this stuff? Well, no, we had some bands that we were gonna try out on you because we we're thinking about starting one. You know what I mean? I'm serious. Just let me know when you're ready. Ah, you know, as a kid, I used to be able to do the harmonies. I really did. A lot of thinking going on in this one. Yeah, but I'm making it really hard by singing to them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just concentrate. Alright, they look like they're ready. This guy's ready to mess with Okay, Reagan. What is your husband's worst article? He's writing some shit like, I've never written a bad word in my life, and I'm gonna be, this is gonna be terrible. 
Oh, well, listen, yeah, that's the point of newlywed but game, right? Yeah, that's, right, but right, you get right, right. closer and all this stuff. Yeah. I almost did that. Yeah, okay, all right. Okay, uh, Reagan. Uh, I said I said the Prince listicle, only because the of the... Prince listicle? Yeah. What's the Prince listicle? Listicles are not your thing. Sorry, I, I gotta know, what's a listicle? I don't know what that listicle is. Listicle you know is what it like is, the top, on. it's like when we were talking about the, that oh, Bowie shit, you know, the top ten. Oh, I didn't catch that. Top okay. ten things that uh, so-and-so did. Gary, would whatever. you agree? I'm changing my answer. Uh-oh. No, no, no. Personal. Oh. The Prince thing was crazy because Prince actually tweeted at me. That's oh wow! Had, That's major. That is. Major. It was for Vulture, it it and he actually he tweeted the link and said like, "Nice try." Ah, <laughs> so there's so there's a mystery there. Oh, he had some. He thought something else. Something he was trying to say the jokes on you. In a way. In a way. Yeah, I think Prince probably was like, "You don't even know about these other songs." Right. <laughs> <laughs> so so that so that's incorrect. No, I mean I. <laughs> I mean, it was probably the piece that got read by more people last year than anything else I wrote, so what? thanks. So, so is that... There you go. I, I don't know how... Yeah, I guess that's... I think the answer is probably yes. Yeah, okay, great. Because if people read it, it was probably terrible. It's probably yeah, it's probably <laughs> people read bad terrible. shit. You do, you do, you do long form. Lists are, lists are amateur shit. You're breaking Jill's heart. Jill's Sorry, the Jill. editor at, at Vulture. We love you, Jill. <laughs> Jill's All right, Gary, what do you got? Vulture. I mean, I was going to pull the, the cop out and be like, oh, she's never written anything Thank bad. You. And she really hasn't. But uh, there were some early pieces at First We Feast before they recognized that she was an actual writer. Uh, they had her just kind of interview uh, chefs. Oh. And it wasn't a particularly interesting. So the one I went with was the Anita Lowe interview you did. Yeah, that's fair. Like right. it wasn't it wasn't one of your best. Yeah, no, Great. it wasn't. Well, I'm glad you guys can wow. come to a uh, you know be at peace, you know, yeah. with that kind of stuff. All right, and Armando, we have one more question. And the last question is, Uh-oh. In, in quotations, maybe the worst date ever. Oh, maybe was like maybe we were going to ask. <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> so, in your opinions. That was the worst. So I guess the way to, I guess the way to say that question would be: What is the worst date? What do you, Reagan? What do you believe is the worst date that Gary brought you on? And Gary, what do you think she thinks is the worst date you brought her on? Oh, okay. Why is he the only one bringing her on? Maybe well, no, I don't want to be sexist. I'm just going with the, the date that we went on together. Right. Exactly. Right. There you go. Or the worst restaurant you guys went on together. No, that's a whole different. Excuse thing. me, I worded that wrong. But you know what I mean. Wow, this is a deep one. They're writing. They listen. They're, they've, they've, they're, 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 they are receptive to the question. I figure this one out. This is one of those oh, wooden ships or whatever. If you, uh, you put up with for me. Yeah, this is. God knows I've had some bad ones. Or I've caused some bad ones, rather. My girlfriend's flawless. You know what I mean. Holler at me. Today I went to a, a, on a date with my girlfriend and oh, yeah. I had a terrible experience. Yeah, it happens once in a while. You alright? Not really. All right. I'm not going to eat for the rest of the like, night. That's, good. That's how angry feel I feel light. So, uh, hey pals, you got answers? Oh yeah. We do. Okay. Reagan, yeah. what was the worst date between uh, you and your husband? Uh, the the second Empeon holiday party that we attended. The, oh, the one, the oh, one no. during which he, oh, he knows it's true. <laughs> it's a hundred percent right. Oh my god, I I was overserved in a big way. <laughs> Don't feel shameful. I, I had to go it, after the cab brought us home. I had to go upstairs and uh, bring bring back down some dish towels that the cabbie could use to clean out his car. Mm, yeah. Awesome. All right, hey, Thanks. listen. 
It happens. I, gave, I gave him a very large tip. Gary, do you have it in you to read your answer? I mean, yeah, but it's it pales in comparison. Well, listen. Because, I mean, I've taken, I've basically, a lot of things with our days is because, um, obviously, because I'm a music writer, we go to a lot of shows. Sure. So I'm going to say it was uh, the Converge concert at House of Vans when it was pouring rain online outside. Oh, that's cute, To though. get in. No, that was terrible. For music that you didn't even like. It was terrible. All right, right and right. So uh, do we have a winner? Wow. By the way, that was a great game. What's can we up? can we do one more just to end it on a positive note? Sure, absolutely. You guys should have couples on more. You're really good at this. Oh. Yeah, we're trying. And we are now setting a, a benchmark for all other couples to follow. I don't know. What do you think, Odetta? We should do it. Well, I don't have a question. Oh, I have a question. Oh, good. Um, you were just saying, because I wanted to end positively. So you were talking about going out to see music. So you're, you can take a choice, actually. Your favorite show that you ever went to, or what I'm curious about is what is the daily routine? Which one would you like, guys like to end I think on? the easier one is show. Okay. Yeah. You two. Let's what, go with best show. What do you believe was the so best, favorite? We, best show we've been to together. Yes. yes. What uh, do you believe that they believe was the best show? And this will be our final question for the evening. Get ready, Spliff. I need your power. I need your high power. Coming at you. Good idea, Odetta. I'm not good on my feet like that, you know, thinking of questions and stuff. I'm just a talking head, you know. Are you guys ready? Oh, great. They're ready. Fast. Okay, Reagan, best show. So there are a lot of them because oh, sure there are. Yeah, you know, uh, but I I went with Dinosaur Junior at the nine thirty club. I mean, that's a really great one. It was. That's a really great one. Take that as a yes. But that I don't know. That's not what I that picked. But that's like that's not what I picked. But that was a really great one. So what's yours? I had, I had to I had to drive there. That was coming. Up. We had it. Yeah, we took a road trip down to D.C. just to oh, see nice. Dinosaur Jr. Oh, well, that's fun. That's sick. Play bug. Henry Rollins introduced them. Did oh, a little I love Henry Rollins. intro. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. He did like an interview with them yeah. on stage. It was cool. Yeah. You know, he likes to talk. I was yeah, that was a really good one. And my I don't think it, I don't think it's the best one we've been to together though. I don't. Oh. Okay. Because All I right. think the best one we've been together was Neil Young at Carnegie Hall. Yeah. Oh, what a wonderful great. show that must have been. <laughs> yeah. What a wonderful yeah. show. Yeah, there was yeah. a lot of emotions in that show. So why would that's just your answer then? Uh, what's that? That, what was your that's his answer. Oh, that, that was the answer, answer I picked. That I was, that's right. one I, that's one I chose. I chose. Mine's like top five. His wins. Well, well, what a wonderful game. You all tied. Yeah, you all tied. You actually tied. Oh, in real um, life? Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So we've got... Uh, but, this, but I mean, this combined... Is game, this is the game breaker right here. <laughs> the, the bonus questions is, if these are real bands or not. <laughs> well, wait. Uh, okay, I mean, great. Yeah. All right? And I'm going to save this for your segment. Yeah, let's though? Save okay, it for your segment. Let's save it for your segment. Take All right, that worked. Give them a breather. This couple, they've been working so hard. Yeah. Hey, Thanks. Uh, I got to say, you, you both got like 14 out of like 18 possible. You guys know right each here. other. This, this is very good. The, it's the true, you guys. strength of your marriage is looking very healthy. I foresee a great future. Um, I think so, yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you for participating. Uh, Splittington, if you have some music we could play for just a few minutes here on Gunwash, you know, we'll be back in just a few. Minutes, we're here with Gary Suarez and Renee Hoffman. Hoffman. And we'll be back in a moment. Gunwash.com, 718-497-2128. Thank you. Thank you.
Stop that man. Got right about now in the early thing on the start. All the inside your 50 square large. Run that boy. Run that boy. Run that boy. Run that I'm a boom bashy. 
Jack? Yeah, I'm ready. Are, are you ready, Mondo? Sure. You better be ready, baby. Thank you, 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 thank you. Gary, as a critic, can you criticize that song that just got that played that Jack just played what you talking about the, the Mondo song yeah you know have you heard that song? song before I have not heard that song before but it's okay got, it's so check this groove. out it's I also grew up in New York right and then in, back in the day I used to watch this like commercial on TV and it was like this juice that it was like imitation Kool-Aid that had like the same like bottle twist off type of thing it sounded like a jingle and that was a jingle yeah but I don't like it. Sometimes I do. There you go. But I think I'm. I think I'm gonna start liking it on purpose, and then they're gonna start like not playing anymore. But it's a good song. Yeah, I don't know why you don't like the song. It's Mondo Mental. I mean, Mondo Mental. Mondo. No, but you should. If you, I actually looked into the lyrics of that, and they do say some crazy. <laughs> it's on Genius.com. Yeah. But um, there's Which, this, it's annotated. This genius. is the bo- this is the bonus round of the newlywed game. But after this, love might be lost. Oh man! Right? Uh-oh. Man, oh man! And Whoa. this is going to be either real bands or fake bands or fake Whoa. musicians or real musicians. And, and I'm, I'm scared because I think you're smart. I'm gonna mention a few people that I I don't know. To see if they're real or fake. So I'm gonna say if they're. I'm gonna mention someone, and you're gonna either Gary or Reagan's gonna tell me if it's real or not. So if you, when you guys are ready, let me know. Let's do all right, it. All right. Okay. I'm prepared to lose at this. Mm-hmm. The Soup Dragons. Oh, that's real. Oh, totally real. Okay. Divine thing. So that's a tie. Okay. 
It's not a tie. Well, I think it's yeah. They got they, they both win. got it right. Oh, you're trying to see who's better. Okay. Yeah. So this is the bonus one. So whoever gets the first one like wrong, they like lose. Yeah. All right. So right. This is like shootout. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. It's hockey rules. Yeah. Lightning I, round. As a Canadian, I understand. I had reference. to translate that into Canadian. Thank you. Right. I appreciate right, that right, from right. us New Yorkers. Thank you. Nations of greed. Mm. I'm gonna say no. Yeah. Uh, fake. You guys got to write again. Yeah, well, very, very good. I mean, I, I think I wrote that in like my journal in junior high school, but <laughs> I don't think that's a real band. You had a band. Called it is that now. For Mondo and I are starting two it. weeks in junior high. Mondo and the Nations of Greed. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, uh. Orange Twenty Three Special. That's real, isn't it? I have, that's that's like, that's not real. No, it's Orange Nine Millimeter. Ooh, oh, and Gary would guess Gary one. Wins. But you see, I, you know, that's Gary so funny. That I'm fine with because that. this is how I try to make this like round. I try to like for the fake ones, I would like switch up the words and bands. That's it. No, you did it. So yeah, Gary won. Me. All right, that's Tripped cool. You up. That's fine. I'm sorry. Got any more? Oh, you got no more? Well, I mean, fun. I got I was more. No, I have more. I know, I know. This that was fun. But this was like, you know, that final round. Whoever, like, misses that shot, like, that's it. It's like in hockey or something, you know? Like, so, but so what does I that win? Yeah, so Gary wins. I win. He wins in the marriage. He wins the pizza. Oh, was there a pizza? Win. Okay, but this is, I'm going to do the rest ones if, if, if you guys are still interested. Please. These are really funny band names that I think Aaron and I could be in a future band later. We were thinking about singing to you. Oh, maybe we'll. I don't know. Uh, The Late Lunches. <laughs> I like that a lot. I think it's fake, but I like it. These are all fake ones. I'm gonna just say all the okay, fake ones. Yeah, yeah. No, let's, read all, let's let's do all our all our your band names you thought of. Right. Uh Aaron and the Fridge Family. What about that? Do it I needs, look like I'm from a Fridge Family? It needs work. It needs work. We'll ding that one up. Yeah, we'll shop that. Nine Train Ivy. Nine Train Ivy. <laughs> that is from 1995. It's the ska band, isn't yeah, it? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. And yeah, those are the, that's the list right there. I like the late lunches. The late lunches. I like it a lot. Okay, these are the real people, but I never heard of these people ever in my life. Brother Kane. Yeah, got no shame. Never heard of that person. See, he ever. knows a lot of bands. I don't know it. And uh, the Shakespeare singers. Shakespeare singers. Yes, that I don't know. I was thinking uh-huh. of Shakespeare's sister. But yeah, that I know. No, I saw singers when uh, I looked nope. up obscure music from the early. To ni- early nineties. Okay, so that- you guys wanted Roberta's pizza, by the way. Yeah, you she both did. you did well. Cool. You guys yeah. had a Roberta's pizza before. You guys got Obviously, the Roberta's yeah. pizza that Armando really likes. Okay, all right, there. that's <laughs> awesome. Pizza is great. So, like- do I get a piece, even though I lost? Yeah, you got pizza. Yeah, yeah you, you can share. share it. You can we, share. That's the good thing about the game is that, like, you know, you tied. So. And there's like a sensitive side to us. Yeah. Aww. Thanks, guys. So we got a few news items to, to hit before the show ends. Uh, bring the news time back. Yeah. I'm curious to hear everybody's time. thoughts on this first item. Please, hit me with it. So um, the foodies know about this, but I don't know about if, if Gunwash Nation knows about this. Tipping is basically being killed slowly but surely. Yeah, I was... I was uh, in uh, restaurants across New York City. I saw this, and, yeah. then you, and then you mentioned one restaurant in particular. Well, yeah, Maialino was the latest. Danny Meyer, Well, Danny Meyer said he was going to do it in all these restaurants, and then... And it's like you know, one at a time. They're they're cutting. They're getting rid of tipping. Um, I think Reagan can probably unpack this I was gonna say, have more you heard eloquently about this, than we could. Yeah. So so the thing is, is there's you know there's a minimum wage, right? Sure. And you theoretically can't make below that. But if you're someone who works in uh, one of the tipped professions, so if you're a waiter, basically, sure, you can make below minimum wage because the government assumes that your tips are going to make up for the rest of that. Sure. 
which is a terrible, terrible practice for the people who actually work as waiters. Right, because, because you don't know. You have no idea. Right. You have no idea, and, you know, if it's a blizzard out or if you have a, you know, if you get slammed at work, it's... Every day is different. You never know what you're actually going to make. You never know if you're going to be able to pay your rent or not right. in some cases. So uh, what a lot of restaurants are doing, and really Danny Myers is leading the charge in this. So some places, some places have been doing it for a while, but Danny Myers are the most prominent, and I think he started to lead the charge in a real way. Is say, you know, fuck that. And in our restaurants, there won't be tips. We're going to raise the prices a little bit on everything so that we can pay our workers yeah. a real minimum wage. And a real living wage, so that they know every day what they're going to take home. Now, do you do you enforce that simply by raising the price on the food, and will people just know? Cause yeah, I, cause that's just going to happen. Well, but, but okay, fair enough. But won't pe- But some people who say uh, are into the tradition of it and can afford it, will they? If they still tip, will they be like, no, you cannot? Is it, will it? Be, I mean, will they be like told? Will they be given their money back? I mean, so I had I had lunch at one of the at the first Danny Meyer place to actually x out tipping. So they're starting they're rolling it out across the year. But the first place they did it was at the the Modern, which is a restaurant in the Modern Museum of Art, um, Museum of Modern Art. And I was there in in December, and we got our check, and it was here's the number, here's what you owe, and then there was a little paragraph that just said, you know, tipping is. You know, we don't believe in tipping, and we don't accept tips, and your your server will get a living wage, and that was it. If I tried to force a twenty on somebody, I don't know what they would have done. See, I feel, but I it was feel, like there was see, no. But it per se, right? They they got there's no tipping it per se, but they still put a gratuity line on there. That's the that's worst. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's that the is, fucking worst. Yeah, well, you know but they do that at hotels too, right? Where they're like service charge included. It feels and then like there's, there's a line for gratuity. Yeah, Danny that, Meyer was like, no, there's there's no room for tips in this place. And if you're one of those guys who really needs to swing his dick around and and hand money over to people, do it at Johnny Rockets. Hey, caller on line twelve. Oh man. Hey, caller, what's your name and where are you calling? From. Hey, it's Ace. Yo, Ace. Oh, Ace. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up with you? Oh, we're talking to Yo, uh, you. Better have a comment about tipping, buddy. Yeah, you know about this, Ace. Uh, you're not allowed to tip at restaurants anymore. I want my money. I want my money for the baby. Yo, I got my baby mom over. Honey, hang up the phone, you bitch. Hey, I think this Danny character is like Mr. Pink from Reservoir Dogs. Uh, what? The, the guy? Because he was like, in the beginning, he was like, yo, fuck tipping, dude. That's just for the birds. I, I wonder how I would feel. I don't know. Uh, first, I, time I, first time I ever went to uh, London, I tried to tip at the bar. And right, they don't I do that. I literally got laughed at by everybody. They're oh, they like, laughed What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't want you? your $2. Yeah. Like, put that back in your pocket. So that tipping thing is like a really like an American thing, I guess, then. If I'm not mistaken, somebody Reagan, I don't know if you went too deep into the history on this, but someone was telling me that like basically it's it it starts with slavery. Oh, I don't know about that. Because it was like a way to tip tip your servant kind of thing. And it's like an American weird tradition tied to that. Yeah. Have somebody fact check that, but uh, I think like you know, as a kid, you know, when I was in high school, I worked for two dollars an hour, but which I knew was under minimum wage, and we just accepted. Well, that's because you get tipped. But I like it. I don't know. I'll pay more if I don't. I don't know. Maybe I don't. Maybe I like tipping. Maybe I think the tipping thing. Uh, tell me what you think about this. The tipping thing is almost like a little connection between the like the, per- the waiter and the guy, the person, in a way. Yeah, I mean, you feel that way. But like, if you think about the actual economics of it, you know, if you have terrible service, you go, "Well, I'm gonna, you know, fuck right. you. You're gonna get a right, right. two dollar tip on this hundred dollar meal or whatever." 
it doesn't Who work does out that, that way. Though? No one does that. Nobody does uh, that, but people like to feel like they have that power. Sometimes people, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes you have a really bad the, experience. The time, like, is, eh. the time says it does date back to the days of slavery, yeah. And, and you know, the thing is, though, like, I tip 20% regardless. Like, That's you, the thing. Everyone just tips the same fucking thing no matter what. It's just you got to do the math. And I always just double the first number, right? Yeah. That's what you do. That's 20%, right? Or am I wrong? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the the thing is, is that it doesn't actually work out that way. The money that you tip doesn't just go to your waiter. So if your waiter was great, he gets a huge bonus. And nah, they got to tip out the bus. They got to tip out everybody. So like, if you leave a shitty ass tip, everyone gets a dollar less at the end of the night. Who cares? Yeah, I got really embarrassed. I took my dad out uh, for his birthday to Gramercy Tavern, and uh, I. Mike Anthony's a friend of the station, so they took care of us so well. The Psalm comes over, they're having a great time, they're pouring us all these tastings, and he had such a good time from the Psalm that, like, he goes to find the Psalm and, like, slips her a 20, and I was just like, oh, no, nah, anyway, listen to that. I'd probably still tip. I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't. Oh, well, that's another question I have. This is like, I've always wanted to do a segment on this. When you get comped, right? Like, mm. when you know the chef, they send you out a bunch of stuff. Sure. How do you tip on that, right? Well, I think in that situation, There's you this tip. weird thing where you're like, oh, I'm supposed to, t- I should tip a lot more now. They took care of a lot of things. They yeah. took a few items off the bill. There's no real standard way to do that. Part. I don't know. At Roberta's, you know, they treat us very well at the bar. and it's the most important pizza. Well, yes. And I, you know, I generally ask for a drink and they say, I got it. And then I end up giving them, you know as much as the you know I give them basically what the drink costs yeah I don't know comping's different I think that doesn't apply to the new rule yeah it, we try I try to do the math on what that probably would have cost right. and then tip on um, tip well on that ah. tip 30% on whatever that bill might have been yeah no, that, but, that's, that makes sense but you gotta be able to do a lot of math in your head to make that work exactly. <laughs> absolutely well, two very, very smart and loving individuals on Gunwash tonight. Well, we got one more topic that we're going to brush on. Um, Great. A- Aaron, I don't know if you read about this one, but a uh, dude that I-, I don't know, I never met this guy, Heathcliff Baru, mm. the CEO of Life and Death PR, was accused by multiple respected female professionals, um, actually, and musicians, um, a few of who were on the show. Uh, like who? Theo. Oh, really? And Martika. And, really? Uh, yeah, it's a real bummer. So, and uh, he, you know, resigns from the job, releasing like the the wackest possible statement where he basically blamed drug and alcohol use and said he would go to rehab. So what? So wait, the the what exactly did this guy do? I heard murmurs of this, but I need to catch up. Well, uh, Gary, I don't know. Did you? Are you up on the kind of? Yeah. So basically, what happened was. Uh, uh, is one person came out and said that he had behaved inappropriately sexually, aggressively so, against her, said his name on Twitter. I see. And it opened up the floodgates of multiple people, both musicians as well as uh, other industry professionals, publicists, and the like, retelling similar stories of their experiences with him. I'm sure he sucks, but dude, the internet will fuck you up, man. If you don't behave well, you will get killed right now because this internet is just it's like, it's like a like plague. It's his case. It's 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 definitely more than just kind of a rude comment here and there. Like he's oh, he acted inappropriately he, in a real it was way, in a very real way. This is a lot of the examples we're given were in in any quarter considered a form of sexual assault. You know, there, there's. I mean, I'm I'm not a lawyer, but there's enough of that in there. So this is more than just just somebody who uh, is a not being a good person or being kind of a jerk. This is actual. Like some of these things are tantamount to to crime that, and actually are, yeah. are are going to potentially, if people wanted to, could potentially press charges if they want to. It's 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 serious stuff. It's serious allegations. But again, as we've learned from the Cosby case, when people feel comfortable 
revealing these things, it often encourages other people to tell their Absolutely. stories. And it, it, you soon learn that these communities, particularly in music, are, are, are small, which means we all talk to each other. Yes. We all have these conversations. So if you're a piece of shit, uh, and if you're a, a great person, those get around. Either way, if you're if you do terrible things, trust me. Just because it isn't on the internet doesn't mean that there aren't dozens of people telling each other about what you've done. And it will come out eventually. And it doesn't matter because you're going to be shit out of luck if your community thinks you're. You know the, the real shitty thing though. Like I really fucking hated that apology that he put out. So what he so he's he, like he, I was he having resigns. a tough time. You know, with my marriage, I, I was married. Yeah. I was doing drugs. No I got to go to rehab. I have a question though because this is what cro- I, I thought long about it, and I'm like, well, okay, what can Bill Cosby or this dude do that would be deemed the right apology? Because you know what would it be? And I'm thinking like. So, okay, if this guy comes out and he's like, you know what? I really get off on, on this shit. And, like, I'm, I'm a dirtbag and I knew what I was doing is wrong and I, I did it anyway. Funny enough, like, you get more respect. I mean, right? I mean that's kind of what you bad, need to do, right? If Bill Cosby writes a 10 page paper on, like, the roots of why, like, you know, I, I feel inadequate. I have performance issues. I date rape these women. It's horrible. I hope kids never do this. Don't do as I've done. That's the only way out, right? See, I don't agree with that. In, no? In my view, uh, the first thing you do if you want these apologies to be sincere is you stop using the word I. Oh, you stop mm, using the word yeah. me. You stop making it about your fucking self. Very good. Because this is about people who who either have been or feel like they have been victimized. And in this case, it seems pretty obvious that they have been victimized. It's not about you. It's not about how shitty your life is. It's not about your, your, your drug addiction. It's not about any of that stuff. It's about what you did to them. So take yourself out of the equation. Well, resigning is certainly the first step he took. Yeah. But take yourself out of the equation. Take yourself out of your apology, at least to an extent, so that people stop seeing it and seeing just, oh, I had this, I had this, I'm working through this. Apologize to the people you hurt. Yes. That's the way you get people to actually yeah, which respect he didn't, you. He didn't do at all. No, no he blames no. on a bunch of things. And no, factors. And that, that's, the, that's the problem, because that's why, you know, regardless of the fact that, he's, that you know, he was running a really uh, great... PR company, you know, Tyler, the creator, uh, Killer Mike, like a lot of really great people were connected to that and a lot of great artists like that's irreparable damage. And an apology like that basically cements it and it reflects poorly on the PR company as well. Well, here, here. Yeah. A lot of that stuff going on. Speak up. <laughs> yeah, be a good person. He should have he should have like did it when it was a prank and not a crime. <laughs> Damn. Gosh, darn it. Well, Sad to end on that. <laughs> yeah, we, we, it took a dark that's turn. Not, that's not but, trying to say a joke at the end, but well, it's important. But it's important. Nobody laughed. It's important to talk about this stuff. It's I absolutely so important too. to talk about this. We're stuff. actually we're actually in a time where this stuff's happening more and more, and coming out easier and easier because people have courage, and of course, uh, there's uh, more open communication. Uh, avenues. Yeah. yeah, you know, and so many people are like, "Shit, you know, I I was really scared to say something." And I didn't. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Don't be scared. I mean, the music the music industry is full of pretty fucking horrible people. It's a it's a terrible legacy industry with a lot of shitty people, and there's some bad habits that just get passed down and behaviors that get kind of accepted because everybody's partying and drinking and having a good time. And look, I love to party. I love to drink. I love to have a good time. But I don't attack people. Right. Like that's the fucking difference. There you go. Just pass out in a cab. Yeah, attack bring yourself. Down bring oh, down God. some towels and throw whatever. <laughs> yes. I, don't know, I don't know exactly what that meant. But yeah, you I, know what that I know meant. what it meant. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, two very, very talented and interesting individuals who are very much in love and awesome. And thank you for joining us. You know, we do something on the show. We do drops at the end of the show. 
and we want you guys to oh, do drops. Oh, don't know what drops are. That's uh, good. You know, you're the first fucking guest who probably know what a drop is. We've got to explain <laughs> it every time. Um, but if you would, we would like both of you to give uh, a nice little drop to the Gunwash show. Uh, and you can start. Let's start with Reagan. And she points to Gary. That's a really good drop, by the way. Well, you know what? You'll get you'll <laughs> a good example. Silent pointing is the yeah. best drop there is. This is Gary Suarez, professional music critic and drunk, and you're listening to the Gunwash podcast. Beautiful. That was Reagan, great. That was great. One of the best. <laughs> and now that you've heard a great example, Reagan. Uh, this is Reagan Hoffman, professional drinker and writer about such things, and you're listening to Gunwash. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, thank you, of course, for joining us, guys. I, One more I round of applause. That was a great show, guys. Thank you so wonderful. much. And uh, we'll see everyone soon. Bye, Splittington. He left. Hurry home. Hurry home. And we'll see you next week. I Come now! Give me the. 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 Give me
Juggles with you, number time. Come on in, cross away Juggles. Number one, sir. and come in between with unification and get strong. Alright? So all the little zinc pens them in the ghetto, we are going to lick them down and all the board house them, we are going to put up concrete. Yeah! And you are not going to do it. Come! Come in, Respect that in each other time. I tell you come, we just leave it we teach. For the people them zinc. No ninja, now you this. And if your body falls, you get detention. And if your tooth doesn't pull up, book around, bang. You could have 20 me fling your back a grade one. Say listen to the teacher and understand. I said you get free, you forget your education. Follow me, look. Follow me, rules, me instruction. You will take out any DJ in a competition. You keep a man living that a suspension. You bring out of the class if your tooth party man. You fight you over, Mike, you get licking at your hand. You keep a man, stand me busy, you in a fashion of specializing a rhythm. You get sued, you 
one You will pass so many tests if you ride high fashion If you can't DJ you get expulsion That's why everybody know you don't want a jam When you ride in a rhythm you feel pan pan along And ride a three minutes with him in a 30 seconds The only way you pull away not the half session Unless the other get your appreciation No bother, well if you with him like you a stallion Terrorism is a thing where you know for rum from It's a harmless thing, it not got trouble no one it now Broke up your foot, now broke up your hand How gonna make you feel sweet when you have a woman Rope in your ears, well it's in the beer section Then, time to read if you write the first